Welcome to the Celeb News Ride Home for Monday, January 27th, 2020. I'm your host, Kate Raft. Good Monday, everyone. Hope you're having a good Monday. It's my second wedding anniversary today. Woo! Shout out to my husband, Jack. But more importantly, shout out to all the great wedding pictures that I still post on my Instagram to this day, even though it's now a full two years since I got married. But hey, I spent a lot of money on those pictures. I got to milk that social media engagement as much as humanly possible. I mean, that's why people get married, right? I mean, love too, but mostly the social media engagement. Today's topics, Kobe Bryant passed away alongside his 13-year-old daughter in a tragic helicopter accident on Sunday morning. The Grammy Awards happened last night. We're going to do a little recap of those. Meghan Markle's dad went on TV and trashed his daughter and Harry. Selena Gomez said that Justin Bieber emotionally abused her. And we're going to round out the show with some fun and dumb topics because this is a heavy day and and we got to end on some fun, all right? Here's what you missed today in the world of celebrity news. Yesterday, I woke up, like many of you probably, to the news that Kobe Bryant passed away at the age of 41 alongside eight other people, including his 13-year-old daughter, Gianna Bryant, in a tragic helicopter accident in Calabasas. I've been dreading doing this topic today just because, you know, the podcast is still fairly new and I haven't covered a celebrity death of this magnitude yet. And the whole thing is just such a tragedy. It makes me really, really sad to talk about. But let's just get through this fairly quickly because I know everyone's probably being bombarded by this news and a lot of the details have been blasted over the airwaves or on Twitter. So I'm sure you're fairly familiar with what went down, but let's just go over it quickly here. Kobe and his daughter, as well as some fellow teammates and coaches for her basketball team, left the John Wayne Airport in Orange County county near where Kobe lives on Sunday morning and they were on their way to Gianna's basketball practice at the Mamba Academy in Thousand Oaks. The fog that morning is likely to blame for the accident. The LA Times wrote that quote, the fog was severe enough Sunday morning that the Los Angeles Police Department's Air Support Division grounded its helicopters and didn't fly until later in the afternoon. End quote. I live in LA and I have pretty much my whole life and when I woke up to the news I was just, I was shocked. I mean, It's a shocking and huge loss, especially for my city. Gianna Bryant was only 13 years old. She was poised to be like a huge basketball star. Kobe was very involved in her training and she had aspirations to be a WNBA player one day. I mean... That's really so sad. It's it's really, really sad. Kobe and Gianna are survived by the rest of their family, Kobe's wife, Vanessa Bryant, as well as their kids, Natalia and Bianca and newborn baby Capri. My heart goes out to the families of everyone involved in the accident. What a really, really, really sad couple of days. My heart also goes out to anyone, anywhere who's struggling with this news. I mean, it's when something of this magnitude happens, it, it affects a lot of people. Okay, so the Grammy Awards happened last night, and full disclosure, I did not watch them. I don't usually watch the Grammys. They're not like in my rotation of award shows I care about really, but hey, I have done my research. I read not one, not two, 
but three different Grammy recaps. So basically, I was there on the red carpet, you know? This year's ceremony was definitely an interesting one. It took place at the Staples Center, which is where Kobe played for the Lakers for nearly the entirety of his professional life. So because of that, there was definitely an air of mourning as the ceremony kicked off. Also, the Grammys have just been like rife with controversy in general for the past couple of years. So yeah, the vibe was a little off, to say the least. The controversy surrounding the Grammys revolves mostly around the Recording Academy, which is the vote body behind the award show. Basically, the Academy's board fired their CEO, Deborah Dugan, because of a formal complaint against her filed by a senior female member on her team. This all happened just about a week before the Grammys. Dugan has now filed a complaint with the Los Angeles EEOC and is speaking out against her firing. Vox wrote about the 44-page report she filed saying, quote, the complaint says that the Academy's general counsel sexually harassed her that her predecessor as Academy CEO, Neil Portnow, has been accused of rape by an artist, a charge Portnow has denied, and that the Grammy nomination process has been unfairly manipulated, end quote. Deborah Dugan was the first woman to ever serve as the CEO of the Recording Academy, and she's basically saying she was fired in retaliation for speaking out about these things. But anyway, the show must go on, so the Grammys happened in spite of all of that controversy, and it started with Alicia Keys. Alicia Keys kicked things off with a touching acapella performance of It's So Hard to Say Goodbye to Yesterday with Boys to Men in honor of Kobe Bryant's passing. She also, after that, did kind of a weird hosting bit where she did a parody of that Louis Capaldi song. It's it's cute. It's sincere. Some people are saying it's a little cringe. I'm just going to play that for you right here. Rosalia's hot Beyonce took us all on safari. AB, thank you for that orange box. That was really fire. I love that she's shouting out her Ivy Park Spawn Con. We obsessed about BTS, her and Louis Capaldi. Hey, Lou, is it cool that I'm using your song right now? Is that all right? Okay, thumbs up. Jonas Brothers return, Billy and Phineas, Camila like Shonda Con. Jonas Brothers return. Billy and Phineas. So catchy. That that part's going to be stuck in my head all day. Anyway, she did that. It was fine. It was, yeah, it was, it was fine. Let's see. What else happened? Um, Ariana Grande wore a fluffy, enormous gown. Like, it's truly, it's so big. It, but you know what? She deserves, she deserves the right to wear a giant gown. I support her. Lana Del Rey had a dress that was interesting. She admitted to buying it at the mall. People online are going crazy about this dress that Lana Del Rey bought at the mall. People people really love it when celebrities buy clothes at the mall. And I gotta say, I'm into it as well. The dress is not like good. It doesn't look like that interesting or anything, but it does look like it came from the mall. I like the idea behind a celebrity buying a dress at the mall. It's it's relatable, you know? Someone on Twitter, at In My Breathing, wrote, quote, I found Lana's dress on Dillard's. I'm screaming. And then they posted a screenshot of the dress, which was on sale on the Dillard's website for $441. If any of you want to buy it, it ships for free. Billie Eilish basically won all the big awards of the night. She got Best Song, Best Record, Album of the Year, and Best New Artist. 
This is the first time someone's sweeped all of those awards since Christopher Cross in 1981, so it's a pretty big deal. The best part of Billie Eilish sweeping the Grammys is that she just seemed like so embarrassed about winning. She said that she thought the other nominees should have gotten the awards, and then she also literally mouthed, don't be mad at me when the camera panned to her in the audience. I think it's great. She's 18. She's she's young. She's charming. She's the bad guy. Uh, Anyway, Tyler, the creator, also had a standout performance that night. He literally performed on stage and then made like an earthquake happen. I'm kind of glad I wasn't there because I probably would have freaked out and thought that it was an actual earthquake. Demi Lovato had a great moment at the Grammys. She sang an emotional ballad about her struggles with addiction. It's called Anyone. She had like tears streaming down her face as she sang. Her voice sounded amazing. I tried desperately to find like an actual full video of her singing that song, but she must have like intense copyright lawyers or something because all I could find was this like jacked up, super zoomed in, like cropped, blurry video. But hey, the sound quality was good. Okay. And let me tell you, the girl's got pipes. The song is a banger. I mean, can you call a ballad a banger? I don't know. It was, it was a really good performance. She really gave it her all and it was incredible to watch. Taylor Swift was allegedly supposed to do a surprise performance of her feminist anthem, The Man, and then she allegedly canceled it at the last minute. Some people are speculating she canceled it because of the Recording Academy controversies that have been swirling around this past week. Time wrote a recap of the Grammys and talked about the most notable element of the award show, which is the fact that a lot of people just didn't show up for it. They wrote, quote, in practically every award category, there was a conspicuous static portrait filling one-fifth or one-eighth of the screen. No Lady Gaga, no Taylor Swift, no Dave Chappelle, no Young Thug, no Beyonce, no Bonnie Iver. Their no-shows just reinforced the idea that many of the most important people in music don't really care about the show anymore, end quote. People were saying that Dave Chappelle was not there, And even when he won his category, they were saying he wasn't there. But also other people were saying they saw photos of him in the audience, like incognito with sunglasses on. Thrillist wrote about this saying, quote, when Brandy Carlisle and Tanya Tucker announced he won, though it turned out he maybe wasn't in attendance or at least wasn't on his way up to get the award. So the country stars had to accept the golden gramophone on his behalf. Later in the evening, viewers allegedly spotted the supposedly MIA comedian in the crowd dressed a bit incognito wearing shades indoors so maybe he was late or maybe he just wasn't in the mood hard to say with Chappelle end quote so there you go there's my Grammys recap pretty good for someone who didn't watch any of it I mean you know hey I watched the clips okay and everyone knows the most important part of award shows are the clips I love being in therapy. It's like having a friend that you pay to listen to you for an hour, but they actually give good advice. Going to therapy has hands down made my life so much better. It's a pivotal self-care ritual for me. That's why I'm so glad that BetterHelp exists. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. There's a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's counselor network, which may not be locally available in many areas. 
you can log in to your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room like with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors whenever you need to. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. So visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. Visit betterhelp.com slash celeb. That's better H-E-L-P and join the over 700,000 people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. We've got a special offer for our celeb news ride home listeners you're gonna get 10% off your first month if you go to betterhelp.com slash celeb we all want to do the right thing to keep our bodies running like a well-oiled machine personally i'm trying to cut down on how many daily bags of flaming hot cheetos i eat another thing i'm doing is getting vitamins sent to me in the mail ritual is the company i use and they are the obsessively researched vitamin for women rituals essentials have the nutrients most of us don't get enough of from food all in their clean absorbable forms no shady additives or ingredients that can do more harm than good to your body ritual comes in two easy to take capsules that provide nine nutrients you need to support a strong foundation for your health. I love taking rituals so much. When I open the bottle, I get like a whiff of mint and it's so refreshing. I love having vitamins now as a part of my morning routine. I didn't used to do it and now I really love having vitamins in my life. I love ritual because they're traceable and transparent. If you're an obsessive label reader, all of rituals, vegan friendly, sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, and allergen-free ingredients and their sources are out there for the whole world to see. I'm talking transparency, baby. Better health doesn't happen overnight. And right now, Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. Fill in the gaps in your diet with Essential for Women, a small step that helps support an awesome foundation for your body. Visit ritual.com slash celeb to start your ritual today. That's 10% off during your first three months at ritual.com slash celeb. This next topic I just wrote down in my notes, Meghan Markle's dad sucks. So that's officially the name of this topic. And hey, I'm guessing it's going to be a reoccurring segment on this show because as Megxit continues to progress and evolve, I'm pretty sure Meghan Markle's dad is going to continue to suck. Anyway, Meghan Markle's dad, Thomas Markle, who, by the way, she's completely estranged with. He, she, they don't talk or anything because, well, you're about to find out. He's gone on TV once again to talk trash about his daughter and son-in-law's decision to move to North America. I mean, listen, is anyone surprised about this? He's been stirring the pot and running his mouth ever since Harry and Meghan got together. Like I said, he completely sucks. He does not seem like a nice dad. Anyway, he went on Good Morning Britain. I'm going to play you some of that clip here right now. What they've decided to do uh, is, to me, embarrassing. Uh, uh, I think when they got married, they married, uh, they married into royalty, and they, they knew what they were getting themselves into. Harry's been, uh, that's been Harry's life. Megan's had a similar kind of life. And uh, I think they've hurt the queen. I think they've hurt the uh, royals. Uh, uh, 
And it just doesn't work to be going to another country and then serving England. It's never going to work. Uh, I'm a little embarrassed for them uh, and feeling very sorry for the Queen. Uh, I think it's totally rich that this guy is like embarrassed for them when he, I mean, this behavior is obviously much more embarrassing than what Harry and Meghan are doing. Also, he's like sucking up to the queen. He's like, oh, I feel bad for the queen. Like, dude, the queen's not going to like answer your texts. Like, you don't have to be doing that. You don't have to suck up to the queen. Like, she doesn't know who you are. Also, as the video continues, he mentions that he's willing to testify against Meghan in her lawsuit against three British newspapers. I mean, what great. What a wholesome story about a deadbeat dad who said he's going to testify against his own daughter. Team Megan forever. I gotta say, I gotta say, I'm Team Megan. Sorry, your dad sucks. Selena Gomez recently sat down for an interview with NPR's Lulu Garcia Navarro and opened up about her past relationship with Justin Bieber. Lulu Garcia Navarro basically asked Selena if her new song, Leave You to Love Me, was about saying a painful goodbye to the Justin Bieber era of her life. Selena responded saying that the goodbye wasn't painful for her. She added, quote, I've found the strength in it. It's dangerous to stay in a victim mentality, and I'm not being disrespectful. I do feel I was a victim to certain abuse, end quote. The interviewer then asked if she meant emotional abuse, to which Selena responded, quote, yes, and I think that it's something that I had to find a way to understand it as an adult. And I had to understand the choices I was making. As much as I definitely don't want to spend the rest of my life talking about this, I am really proud that I can say I feel the strongest I've ever felt, and I've found a way to just walk through it with as much grace as possible, end quote. Wow. NPR apparently reached out to Justin's team to see if he had any comment about Selena saying he emotionally abused her. At the time of me recording this right now, they have not responded to the claim. Okay, that was kind of heavy, but we're going to end the show today with a fun and dumb roundup because the best celebrity news is, you know, the fun and dumb stuff. Sometimes the celeb news cycle can get you down with some really heavy stuff, but also sometimes it can be fun and even better, dumb. Here's a fun topic. Elton John bought a ton of the goop candles that smell like Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina. The co-creator of the candle, Douglas Little, told The Cut, quote, Elton John bought a ton of them, like a lot, like a lot, a lot. He's a fan, end quote. Wow, I love this. I kind of feel like this gives a whole new meaning to the Elton John song, Candle in the Wind. But um, shh. <laughs> okay. Here's another fun one. Felicity Huffman and her daughter Sophia, the one who was involved in the college admission scandal, went to JFK wearing giant blue face masks to try and not get recognized by the paparazzi. The face masks kind of made them stick out like a sore thumb, so maybe that plan backfired, but hey, I love a celebrity incognito story. Ooh, here's another good one. I mean, this one's just great. It's not dumb at all. Jesse J and Channing Tatum made their red carpet debut for the first time since getting back together. They went out on Friday night in a 
attended a gala that was honoring Aerosmith. I'm just happy for them. They seem happy in the pics. Oh, thank God they're back together. Okay, here's one last fun and dumb story. Tamara Judge is leaving The Real Housewives of Orange County after being on it for 12 seasons. She told People, quote, it's been a wild ride and after all these years, I'm looking forward to life away from the cameras. I was offered a chance to come back to the show in a limited role, but I would prefer to walk away on my own terms, end quote. Wow, sounds like she'll be making a kind of a graceful exit, much more graceful than her former co-star Vicky Gunvalson's exit who left the franchise as gracefully as a raccoon trapped in a trunk. I'll play you. Here's a clip just to just to lighten the mood. Here's a clip of Vicky Gunvalson, one of the ex Real Housewives of Orange County. This is her leaving the show. This is her final moments as a housewife. Get her up my show. Okay. It's not your show. Oh, yes, Bronwyn, season number one. Okay. Stop the cameras. This is about my job, my career, and my show that I started 15 years ago. I am kind of sad that Tamara Judge isn't going to have a full-on meltdown like that. And it is kind of a bummer when Real Housewives behave like normal, mature adults. That's not really what I want out of a housewife. But congrats, Tamara, on leaving the gig. All right, all right, all right. That's it for our Monday episode of Celeb News Ride Home. I've been your host, Kate Raft. You can follow me at Kate Raft on everything. You can follow the show at Celeb Ride Home on Instagram and Twitter. I'm going to post some visual aids of the show so that you can follow along to some of these great, great visuals. You know I'm going to be putting in that pic of the big blue masks on Felicity Huffman's face and so much more. Thank you to Ride Home Media and my co-producer and engineer, Jack Allison. Hey, Jack, happy anniversary. All right. Have a great Monday, everyone. Leave us those reviews on Apple Podcasts if you're feeling like it. And hey, I'll see you tomorrow. Bye bye.